Hello and welcome to Is This Really For Kids, a podcast where I, your host, Thea Touchton, decide, is this piece of media really actually for children? I'm qualified because I was once a child and I was once very traumatized and now I'm an adult who makes their own films. So I know something about films, I know something about trauma. And anyway, it's always fun to talk about films and have a deeper conversation. So today's film is 13, but not the musical, actually 13. The indie film that's about Nikki Reed's life. I don't know much about Nikki Reed besides that she now makes jewelry and seems to be relatively happy. And I think she's also sober. So by that reasoning, Nikki is proof that if everyone just made one movie when they have severe problems and are an artist and they want to, if everyone just made one movie that they decided was healing everything would be better. So everybody should get that chance to make their movie that will save their life, essentially. Basically, I remember this movie got made because I think Nikki just happened to find a writer friend and they write about that. Anyway, this movie starts with them hitting each other and they go, I don't feel anything. And they're like, haha, I can't feel anything. Which reminds me of this time when it was after the Will Smith slap at the Oscars and my boyfriend and his friends were like taking turns slapping each other so are we wondering if celebrities and television influence the truth is they absolutely do absolutely absolutely do so basically this is about 13 year old tracy freeland who is a smart kind of innocent well-mannered honor student in middle school in los angeles her mother is divorced, her name is Mulaney, and she is a recovering alcoholic, and she's kind of struggling to support her two children because Tracy has an older brother, Mason, by working as a hairdresser. Mulaney, Mulaney is a good person, right? Choosing the right path to recover from her addiction, but she will let people walk over her, especially if she thinks that they're also struggling. So Tracy meets... Evie Zamora, who is about to get her brain cells popping, baby. And Evie Zamora is the most popular girl in Tracy's class. Tracy kind of struggles getting her older brother's attention. And she believes that, you know, she's trying to grow up this summer because her older brother seems to have grown up in some ways too. And that is... I think the ultimate thing you want when you're a kid, right, is to be a grown up. And then when you're an adult, you want to be a kid. And thus our life is weird. And we should just enjoy where we are and enjoy the journey. But we, we don't always do that. We don't always enjoy the journey. So Evie makes fun of Tracy's Cabbage Patch clothes. And Tracy's like, she has to grow up. She cannot be like a little girl either. That also provides pressure on her to grow up, which it usually is social pressure to grow up anyway. Even when you're an adult, it's like, I'm done. I want to be a child. And everybody's like, um, grow up. And you're like, okay. So Melanie, Tracy's mom, takes her to a street clothing stand and she finds trendier clothings. And Melanie pays for those clothes with a few dollar bills and two white pills. But it's never really said like what those pills are so tracy rocks her new outfit to school you know right like if you if the haters give you feedback if you meet their feedback can they hate on you and evie ends up liking tracy's outfit and like that tracy complimented her 
And so they go shopping on Melrose, which is something I do in my adult life sometimes. So they do that. They get new cool clothes. So Evie invites Tracy to go shopping at Melrose in Hollywood, and she gives Tracy a number. But then Tracy calls the number, and the phone number doesn't ring, and she has been pranked. Ugh, mean girls. They're the meanest at 13. Why? Why are we so mean to each other? Can't we just be nice? What's the point? Why do we have to get so predatory? It's so animalistic. Stop, baby boo. Just just quit it, please. You're better than this. Also, I should mention that Tracy is played by Evan Rachel Wood, who kills it in this role, and I 100% believe that she was a victim of Marilyn Manson, so come after me for that if you want to, but it's proof the heart-shaped glasses video should be taken down. It's awful that that exists. Everybody should do better. Very, very terrible. Very, very sad. Very, very upset about all of that. But she has phenomenal acting in this. And I'm proud of her. But you know what I'm not proud of? Is that poor Tracy, after she shows up on Melrose and they laugh at her anyway, she witnesses both Evie and her friend Astrid shoplifting. And Tracy then leaves. This movie just already feels so hormonal, but I think that's what makes it, like, really interesting it's like one of the best like after school special movies I've ever watched to be honest. But anyway, here we go. We're about to get even more interesting and dark is that Tracy is sitting on this park bench next to this older woman. And instead of striking up a conversation with this older woman and, you know, making her feel less lonely in her age and just being friendly, Tracy instead steals this lady's wallet and then it gets worse don't worry it gets worse they're 13 never in my life when I was 13 did I have this audacity so I almost like am in awe but not okay right not okay and so then Tracy takes this wallet goes to Evie and they go on a shopping spree with the stolen money so hard yikes and then because this movie is a queer film Tracy goes and tells her brother that she hung out with the hottest girl in school. I love that. I don't even know. I was never brave enough to say this at 13. I'm just, like, in awe sometimes. But it's also, it's amazingly toxic, like, how fast that happened. Or how, like, she doesn't understand that, like, hey, maybe, like, not stealing this money. And I can understand 13. You don't really have a concept of money. You don't understand that, like, when you spend it, there's no unspending it. You know what I mean? Like that's when he's gone and that you have to work for it. And you don't really understand like how difficult that can be for some people. You don't really understand the inequalities. So I can understand she thieved the money cause, and she just didn't think back because she just is like a literal child, you know? 13 is a cursed number and it's a cursed age. Anyway, Melanie's mom invites her ex-boyfriend and Tracy is all mad about that. Her ex-boyfriend's name is Brady and Brady has some items in his shoulders and he wants to like store them into the garage. Then Tracy and Evie are now besties, you know, thieves in crime, young spring breakers, the OG spring breakers right here. And Tracy's ditched her old friends. And Tracy asked her mom if she can go shopping on Melrose. And then is all embarrassed because her mom is coming with them because she doesn't want her to be on Melrose without adult supervision, which I think... I mean, Melrose is not... I don't know how it was back in the day. I think, honestly, that area has been very, very different than it was. But I feel like now your 13-year-old could go on Melrose, but, like, after a certain point in the night, I don't know that you would want them to, and you might as well. Like, it's LA, you know what I mean? Like, we're on the coast. Sex trafficking is a thing. I 
I personally would just at least be in the area or at least close by just because I don't, you know, I don't know how dangerous it was back then. But I think it's like relatively safe now that they could be unsupervised. But, you know, it is what it is. Either way, she lets them go off for an hour. And Evie also apparently doesn't have a mom. She just has a guardian. So there's some stuff going there. I don't know if we go super deep into that story in this film, but that is pretty interesting and maybe kind of explains some of Evie's erratic behavior. Melanie too is trying to talk her out of $75 jeans and like that is a commitment. I mean they better be really unique jeans you know like that's just on me anyway. So then Tracy is hanging out with her brother and his friends. One of Tracy's former friends comes to try to talk to her but Evie and her ignore her which is you know, classic 13-year-old nonsense and devastating, devastating. 13-year-olds are so cutthroat. It's so devastating. Like, just ignoring somebody, like, yikes. I mean, adults do it too sometimes, but I think it hurts more when you're a child. And anyway, and also, like, you know, how do they, how do they learn it? They learn it from adults, so ignoring people is so bad. It's, like, the number one way to be suicidal. It's pretty awful. But anyway, so they ignore Tracy's former friends. Evie goes to where these boys are because she's sells drugs. I mean, oh my gosh, you're 13 and selling drugs. I just feel awful inside. The world has to be more than this. This is not a job a kid should have. You know what I mean? But they all do acid together, which also makes me sad because I just don't think, at 13 you don't need to do acid. Life should be like acid on 13, you know? And yeah, she just leaves her own friend Tracy and just gets high with these kids. And they're like playing in sprinklers. They say she doesn't kiss, but I kind of think that's because she's gay and that's why she doesn't want to kiss a guy. But anyway, her brother comes and drags her home. Tracy has this flashback when she sees her mom and Brady kissing of Brady using drugs in their bathroom, which I can see that being traumatic and kind of a reason why she's acting out. Also, Brady was like so high. But yeah, since Brady was seemingly going to overdose, that really traumatized Tracy. And Evie, meanwhile, is like saying that her mom's boyfriend's ass is nice. <laughs> like this 13 year old, something else, something else. Also, just because we're about to get to the heart of it. So yeah, this is based on Nikki Reed's life from when she was 13. And the filmmaker, like, they wrote this script together in six days. And it ended up getting to, like, the Golden Globes and Academy because it did very well at Sundance and got a theatrical release. It was only $2 million. It's kind of an indie success story, which is amazing. And yeah, did a lot of breaking out for an indie movie. Of course, it was a different time than in 2013. Also, Vanessa Hudgens is in this movie as Noelle, but I don't know really who that is. Maybe one of the friends. But yeah, Holly Hunter is obviously big and she's very, very fantastic in this movie. And she got a lot of the Academy nods, but it's pretty cool. But anyway, basically... Tracy calls her a child abuser because she's, like, not letting her pee in the bathroom because she's trying to figure out, like, what is going on with her daughter. And the fact is, she's on drugs. Evie flashes her brother. They do all this thing of, like, if you drink 10 glasses of ice, you win. They're just doing a lot of antics. They freak out about guys' clothes being worn and, you know, everything you do at 13, you know, freak out about, like, guys, have emotional breakdowns about that clothes and and even being in the house with her mom and her boyfriend that has her to have this like anxiety 
of this thing and probably with her mom predisposition of alcohol and drugs she kind of inherited it and is maybe also a reason why she like went into it because sometimes when you know about it you're like more game to experiment because you're like well my mom did it and survived and here I am doing it and trying to survive and she helps her mom dye a girl's hair and they talk to her dad and like Evie's been there for a really long time and they don't really they're kind of like um well what do we do and it kind of comes to a head because they start cutting the brother's shirts up and while Evie is staying with Tracy she realizes that Tracy regularly cuts herself to cope with stress which is really rough and I just feel really bad for anybody that does that that's just like a tough way we're like physical because to me physical pain is just equally unbearable to emotional pain so it just like hurts that hurting yourself can feel good that way like I just I don't want you to feel that way, you know, and there are resources out for you. And I'll try to list some of the ones I have below and you can always follow me on social media for more resources. I always tend to post them on my stories and everything. Yeah, Melanie is really concerned about Tracy's behavior and she's definitely worrying about Evie's influence. She doesn't really know how to intervene. Like, I would know what to do as a parent, to be honest. And Melanie is like, you know, it's time for Evie to go home. But she says that she can't go home because her mom's boyfriend hits her and as Tracy becomes closer to Eve she's kind of shutting her mom out of her life and Melanie kind of feels bad for Eve because she also didn't have a mom at her age then it becomes more and more wild they get a tongue piercing professionally and then does the belly button piercing herself which is just super nervous they practice kissing with each other gay film of the season baby yeah both of them are 14 and filming this so a little bit older in this age but that probably helps with acting so that you can kind of reflect on it both of them are sneaking out of the house dressing kind of scandalous ev2 will sometimes sneak out and be like oh you wanted to come tracy sorry it just has to be me which is just rough so then they both attempt to seduce tracy's neighbor luke who is a lifeguard in his early 20s and it's very creepy that that guy even like crashes with the little girl but he has a cool zen chicken so it still doesn't go out actually it just doesn't they're getting high on the streets of hollywood she yells at her mom for the store-bought food but she's not eating so there's like an eating disorder happening her mom is so frustrated like it's just ripping up everything and she just comes to head with the boyfriend and everything's just a mess right now and tracy is having like a hard time sleeping in her own bed she's just like still a little sad girl underneath all of this and she just calls her mom like a crack whore and stuff like she's just you know just out of control this family it needs healing the situation has to be better then evie ends up fooling around with tracy's crush which is rough but it's 13 you know they don't and clearly evie just doesn't understand and maybe it's because she just wasn't raised with as many morals as tracy was having like no parental thing really so she just doesn't understand like why certain actions hurt other people like i think she's just living life so impersonally and probably kind of in a dissociative state just to like get through the day and tracy's brother bumps into her because she sees tracy wearing a thong and then we go to the beginning of the movie where they are inhaling from a can of a gas duster for electronics and are hitting and punching each other it's just real messed up yeah it's weird too because when i was a teenager you were like so like i wore more thongs as a teenager 
than I do now. Like, now I love granny panties. And it's just, like, what... You know what I mean? Like, the pressure to be sexualized at that age is so wild and weird. Like, the world is full of pedophiles, and it sucks, and it's really awful. So things come to a huge head when the piercing is all infected, and it's super gross, and she's like, oh, I did it 2,000 years ago, and you didn't even notice. And Evan Rachel Wood's eyes are just, like so intense intense wells but the mom talks to the father and is like can you take her because i can't deal this anymore like what i'm doing isn't helping and she's trying to like break that friendship but the father won't take her and evie opens up how she was abused by uncles who would put things inside of her and pushed her into a fire just like obviously evie has had a really really tough life and meanwhile Tracy's consequences of this lifestyle catching up to her. She misses her biology project. She doesn't know how to spell photographer. And she's basically flunking and is going to have to repeat the grade, which is like, you know, super embarrassing, kind of awful. Like, and what, I mean, what does the things that in the events that happened really get her? Like, it was like a fun time for now, but it really like held her back in life. But yeah, it's also awful that the dad won't help out, but I have always been seriously disappointed by dad, so I'm not that I'm not that shocked. Not that shocked, unfortunately. So, Evie's been staying for, like, two weeks, and they go to find Evie's guardian, Brooke, who was hiding because of a botched plastic surgery. Brooke kind of lives in a rundown place with no power, and just drinks beer. Apparently, the director of this movie is also Nikki's dad's ex-girlfriend, which is, like, honestly what a sweetheart to be, like, probably see this child child and be like I know how to heal her and it is the arts but anyway Evie wants to live with Tracy and Tracy's mom is like I can't adopt you like doesn't have the funds also it's not a good idea there is a part of me that could advocate that adopting Evie is a good idea and that somehow you could save her but I understand Melanie being just so overwhelmed and not being able to and Tracy you know ends up supporting her mom's decision because I think it is really weird to be like oh hey we're friends and then we're going to adopt and it's like it all was like happening so fast the timeline of this movie I'm not really sure it's just kind of like a feeling and it, it definitely feels like in itself like a drug trip or like how a child would remember this movie and yeah basically Evie gets really hurt that they didn't want to adopt her takes it very personal and then basically turns everybody against Tracy and so now Tracy has no other friends she's realizes that she's kind of been a terrible person her own brother can't wait until she moves to dad's she was like cheating at math she's going to flunk and she's going to be held back Evie told other girls to beat her up like life is really terrible the consequences of her actions have met up with her and honestly I think these are even harsh for what she was doing but she was pretty out of control but Mulaney went through a room to search for drugs because Brooke is now accusing her of her drug use and stealing and is convinced that Tracy is the bad influence and Tracy is like wait what Evie was the instigator but Brooke doesn't want to listen and she says she's moving Evie to Ojai to keep her away from Tracy and yeah, that must be really suck to, like, just, like, have gone along for the ride and then be blamed for the whole thing in the end because the one person can't take responsibility but hasn't really had anybody around to teach her morals, you know? And so Melanie defends Tracy's innocence, but then Brooke reveals the, the self-harm scars and Tracy is just feeling, like, really bad the way she's being portrayed. And it really sucks 
about the cuts being shown like that to be exposed. I mean, somebody, an adult did need to know about them. It's not okay to, like, hurt yourself like that. Like, there are other ways for help. Like, you don't deserve that. That's not to, like, shame anybody that's struggling with that. That's just to say there is a better coping mechanism and you deserve it, you know? But yeah, I mean, that would be really shocking to see your kid, like, go through that and they, like, showed each other bruises from when they're hitting each other the belly piercing reactions and it's just like the reaction of just like what the fuck did you do is just very very real and it's very heartbreaking but melanie melanie holds tracy in her arms and she tries to fight against the embrace but eventually just like weakens into it and they fall asleep together like she just like gives her love and support as a mom and we don't really see her dealing with any of the issues of that. It just ends with a dream sequence of Tracy spinning alone and screaming on a merry-go-round during the daytime. That's just how the movie ends is I'm assuming that Tracy will get help in some ways. Who knows? It ends on a Liz Fair song. So that's everything's all right. That ends up a Liz Fair on my book. But yeah, that's 13. What did you think of the movie? I mean, I think it's an incredibly powerful film. I'm really into, I know people are like, ah, oh, young people doing drug use, like, that's gonna trigger all these other people doing it, but it is, like, a really real issue. Like, I personally didn't know too many people who were doing that many drugs. I know people who said they did, but they have proven themselves to be a liar, so I don't know for certain how true that is, but yeah, it is, it's harrowing, you know? It's really, really eye-opening. It's, it's hard, and I feel sad that the youth can't enjoy their youth enough that they feel like they have to do things that adults use to escape, and I think everything would be easier if drugs were regulated, but that's a whole other podcast. But yeah, let me know what you thought about 13. If you're interested in donating, all of my links are below. I will try to find a good mental health resource to put here if anything i will also just be posting on my stories some resources that if you know a young person who is struggling kind of what to do and to help because i know that while this movie was made 2003 the issues that are in this film still hold up to today and you know no one should have to suffer alone and we can build a bigger world and it just takes community and support so yeah i'm grateful to all of you listening on the podcast we're getting down to our last couple of episodes here if you want me to do other episodes in the future just let me know just comment below what you'd like me to review and i'll take a look at it and i'll turn out some notes and next season i think i'll have more guests this time i just was i'm really busy with this production company stuff and we'll see about next season. It's been a busy time. Like, when I started this podcast, I didn't really believe I was also going to be having a production company. But I want to... I want to have more people's opinions on films and stuff and things that are big. And I just kind of pick films that I felt like a lot, a lot of people would talk about. But continue and feel free to have discussions in the comment sections if this is on YouTube or reach out to me below on social media. Always down to chat about films. And thank you again so much for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Catch you on the next episode of Is This Really For Kids?